So when you said it was time to go, you meant like right now. Yeah, like now. Gotcha. Good day, ma'ams and sirs, and welcome to the Number Nine with Tommy podcast, recorded in a basement like a low-budget snuff flick by two guys who will never be able to give their women enough dick. You're either watching at home or listening in your vehicle, and both of us put on 20 pounds each winter like weight gain is seasonal. We use two mics like Tyson and Waltrip, and it's so hot that from the windows to the walls, our balls drip. We read emails each episode from the number nine or feedback and tell historical stories about connections between random V-traps and our seed sacks. When the show's over, his dignity is the only thing the star will need back. The star moves slower than the methodical chess player after blazing a weed sack. You guessed, and you're right. To all your delight, it's Tommy fucking Washington. What's been up, man? How are you? Which Waltrip are you talking about? Michael. Michael Waltrip? Yeah. I said, we use two mics. Like Tyson and Waltrip. And you were like, Daryl? You know, Daryl was a uh, was a announcer for like 30 years, right? He just retired from announcing. Yeah, but his name's not Mike. Oh, uh, I get you saying Mike Tyson. <sighs> well, it's funny my because they game, both... My ego right now is heav- heavily stroked because my wordplay is so nasty that it went over your head. Well, no, because Mike Tyson doesn't use a mic. His name is, in fact, Mike. Yeah, but it's not like M-I-C. It's M-I-K-E. So you get why it's wordplay. And his name is Michael. You're not real good at this wordplay thing. I'm just saying, bro. Like, That's how it works. I mean, I thought you were talking about announcers, because that makes more sense. Like, people that commentate. Cause, like Mike and Mike in the morning. Or, like, Daryl Waltrip did on Fox yeah, see, for many years Mike. with NASCAR. You're right. His name's not Mike. He does have a brother, Mike, who also does a little bit of here and there showbiz commentating. I should have gone with Michael Buffer. He's a doofy motherfucker. Michael Waltrip? I couldn't tell you. They were both NASCAR racers, right? Yeah, Daryl was much, much better. Gotcha. Michael's the younger one. He won two Daytona 500s, though. The one where Dale Earnhardt died, he won that race. Talk about better sweep. kind of walk away with a W on that one. Not really. That's kind of fucked up to say, Pat. I feel like he's the only one I always just consistently make fun of. I got no beef with the Intimidator. Do you know anybody else? Did I get that right? Yes. Holy shit. (laughs) I was like, no, that's not it. It's the Eliminator. (laughs) Oh, Mason, that's fucked up, man. Mason just said, I thought the wall won that race. Oh. Damn. Thank you for supporting, Mason. Thank you. It's fucked up, man. Fucked up. Tim McCaffrey has been on for five seconds and he already feels like Charlotte felt like last time she was on. <laughs> huh? I'll get it. Because Mason insulted him and his love. Mason, he's a damn Pat, not damn Mason. Oh, also because I insulted him and his love. I figured he had a chubby because we were talking about NASCAR. I thought I was really going out with Charlotte. Yeah, but that conversation really hit a wall. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pat, let's get the mail. Yep, come on. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. Pat, we got some mail. Wow. Coming in hot, huh? Coming in hot. I feel like you hit record and just started screaming. Yeah, I've been in a good mood all day to do this podcast. That's about the only thing that's good in my life is this podcast, so... I'm glad I can be a part of that. uh, It's not really you. It's really the number niners. I mean, I 
I am the originator of the term and the... If uh, I could do the show without you, Pat, I'm I would. I'm your biggest fan. I mean, I am the number If I could do the show without you, I would. 100%. As long as we understand that you could not do the show without all my hard work. Pat, I wanted to sh- wait until we were alive to show you this, too, but check out this. Bam! We got two different cam angles. What's up? You know, I noticed the camera over there. I need a second microphone. Try it now. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Can you lift your microphone so that it blocks the side angle? Well, it's really nowhere cool. near me. <laughs> anyway, pretty excited about that. Yeah. Uh, right, just the podcast? Huh? Oh, 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 you're reading that wrong. She said, uh, right, just the podcast? Meaning uh, the only good thing in your life, Tim? I'm sorry, Tom. Tim, Jesus. I'm sorry. I got, I got, I thought I was podcasting with Tim McCaffrey again. <laughs> My bad. Jeez. Well, you, you get it. You get it. Guys, it is, uh, it is bright and early in this podcast and Tom has already fired a few shots. Well, Erica, better be oh, careful. Mason actually called you out on it first. Mason, what a shitty friend. Yeah. Mason's wow. the one who got me buried there. Mason, anyway. Mason is now the first official number 69er because he's trying to fuck you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get to the first email. Uh, so which one are you doing first? Oh, Griff. Okay, Mason or uh, Griff emailed in with his uh, Nintendo Entertainment System absolute love was Super Mario Three, absolute classic. Griffster. Did he put Griffster? No, he doesn't sign off with Griff, so I put in Griff for him. Okay, because the number niners will know who Griff is. Yeah, if we say his name, they're only a select few will know who he is. There. All right. We got this one, too. From the first... I think this is... No, she's emailed in before. She's emailed many times. Yeah. Hey, number nine. So I'd have to say my favorite game on NES is Super Mario 3. So that's two for Super Mario 3. And Paperboy. Also a little confused because you guys discussed this Sunday. But, hey, you asked. So I'm answering. I'm also yeah. li- listening faith- faithfully, even set a reminder on my phone so hopefully we don't miss the beginning on Wednesday. When I read this last night, I couldn't tell if she was joking about the reminder on her phone or not, but I was fucking dying. Yeah. Because that's like a whole shtick that we have. Yeah. Well played, Carissa. She also wanted to let us know that your guest on Sunday was very, was really handsome. Young. He should be on more. Ha ha ha. Love you guys. Carissa, Mason's wife. So this just proves that there's only one person in the world for all of us, and Carissa is for Mason. True story. Let's well, be real. Mason is a handsome son of a bitch, bro. You've said that to me before, and listen, I'm not saying that he's a bad-looking guy. I'm just... Mason's a good-looking dude. Okay. I think a lot of it's in the eyes and his smile. You are I don't really know. The biggest... I don't want to get too into detail. You... His balls are huge, though. Now, I'm going strictly off of rumor here, but if I got the chance, I would take a look at that fucking seed sack. <laughs> I can't... Get to it. Is it like is it like two overgrown walnuts? Like what's oh Mason said it's the eyes and the hair. You do have really nice hair. That's fair. And it's like natural. I don't know if you use product, but it doesn't look like you do. You can't tell. You done? Are you on the same page? You done? Yeah, I, he's not Jack Teller. I'm not trying to fuck him. It, it sure sounds like yuck. Nah, I'd give him an old fashioned at best. Oof. All right. Well, that's it for mail time. I appreciate the feedback that we got, guys. Uh I want to take this time to remind everybody, go check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. It's all the same. Number nine with Tommy Podcast. 
if you're watching live, you obviously know where our YouTube page is, but check out the other ones. Speaking of Instagram, we're at uh, 99 followers. So I'm hoping by Saturday, Pat, we hit 100 and we record something and record it early or release it next, early next week. Um, release it early next week to uh, the number nine. Word. Pretty uh, excited about it. You said if you're watching the podcast, you know where it is. Uh, I got a stack of flyers. I'm I'm in a new building, right? I got a stack of flyers that says, come in, we're open. On the counter. Really? Yeah. <laughs> there was no instruction, but I feel like maybe I should drive around and give them out around town. I feel like that's a generic thing that they put at all the... Uh, all the I hope it, yeah, I hope it's at the other places as I'm well. I'm sure it is. Um, anyway, I missed one. Uh, at number nine pod on Twitter. Also check out the website. That's where you can get our mailing list. So you can respond to emails and give us content for the show at the bottom of the home screen. There's a little subscribe link, put in your email there. It'll send you a link, activate the link and you got the email every week. Um, we send, we usually send them out on Monday around 11 a.m. Also, you can donate to the show on the website, number nine podcast.com for the bottom of any screen. There's a uh, donation button there. You have to have PayPal to use it though. Um, but if you, uh, if you, if you're not a PayPal person, you can go to, uh, the, any one of the links for the live stream on the okay, website. This would have been less painful if you pre-recorded it. I'm not going to pre-record it, Pat. All right. Takes off the authenticity of it. That was, you nailed that one. That was a big word, huh? That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm pretty proud of myself. That's good. <laughs> that, <laughs> it came out a little slow because I wanted to make sure I got it oh, good. Yeah, but, no, I get it. Um. But yeah, so you can go to any of the links, go to our YouTube page, and there's a donation button in there as well, so you can hit us up. Uh, anything you want to add to the mail time, Pat? No, just... Uh, I will say really this. Um, <coughs> it feels like we've got some more uh, some more listeners in our circle, I would say. Yeah. Um, that have been coming up to me personally and uh, giving us feedback. <clears throat> Do they not understand how the feedback thing works? Yeah, I mean, you got to hit us up. The, the best way to hit us up is to email us the number nine pod at gmail.com or the number nine podcast at gmail.com. Um, and with any sort of feedback, or if you go to the website, there's a link there where you it'll automatically shoot us an email. Um, that's the best way to do it, or you can hit us up on any social media platform. Just we might not see it right away, it might be a couple episodes before we get to it. Because, let's be real, we don't check on that often. Can we, I just want to rewind. Mason said, I knew a girl we called old-fashioned. Now, I just assumed that that girl gave everybody hand jobs in my head. That's how that worked out. You know, like the old-fashioned donuts, they're just kind of dry. Like, nobody really wants one, but if it's the only one left, you'll take it. That's why we call hand jobs old-fashioned. In response to that, Carissa immediately said, can confirm, which is not only a fantastic response. But Maybe she's a, the girl of these... That they called old-fashioned. I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> listen, when when Mason met Carissa, uh, she was a fairly uh, I'm gonna, I'm not going to say naive. I'm going to say innocent young lady. I mean, Mason met her pretty young. Carissa, were you 18, 19, 20? Um, on top of that, can confirm as a shout out to Letter Kenny. It's a reference to Letter Kenny. Oh, that great show. Yeah, that made me happy. All right, that's in the middle time. Pat, you want to hear something new? Hold on, before we move on. Griff, 
You'll recall that I changed the time of my alarm, my Wednesday night alarm. You missed it because Tom had stopped recording to insert the mail time outro music. Classic. Just wanted to let you know. Yeah, it did go off. But because you don't watch the YouTubes, uh, you didn't get to hear it. Uh, so, Pat, you want to hear something new that we that I've been doing? I'm a little creeped out, but yes. I've been streaming on this new platform called Twitch. I don't think that's new. Well, a new platform for us. That's new, like when I found out about Amazon and told everybody about it, and everybody in the world knew about Amazon except for me. Pat, you know what the difference is? Everybody's been using Amazon. It's not nothing like only select people use Twitch. Yeah. No, I get it. <laughs> like, that's not apples to apples, bub. Uh, what was the other one? Oh, Spotify and Pandora. Do you remember when I found out about Pandora? No. I tweaked the fuck out. It was amazing. And then, as I was telling everybody about an app that had been around for several years, somebody told me about Spotify. Oh, oh, oh man, even better. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so tell so, me more about your live stream. Who yeah, was on the live stream with you? So Mason and I uh, have started our Twitch debut in YouTube gaming careers. Uh, we streamed a little bit. I believe it was Monday night. Monday night. We streamed a little, uh, for a couple hours. Uh, we're still working out some kinks. But uh, look for a Saturday. Looks like Saturday night, probably, I want to say around 7. We're going to hit it off. We'll probably play for a few hours if Mason could stay up past 9. And, uh, and we'll, we're, we're going to game. Hopefully we get some more followers. If you text me before you do it, I'll probably jump on. Not the game. But, but jump on the feed? Yeah. And I'll, I'll, uh, I'll whatever. Entertain the chat. Or follow or whatever the fuck I'm supposed to do. Yeah, well, um, then you can... I do have a, a, a Twitch name. A Twitch? What do you call that, a Twitch name? It's a Twitch. A Twitch. Okay. Yeah, you a have Twitch. a Twitch account. I did it all for the Twitches. Is that what it was? Yeah. I remember. That was a good one. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, come check us out. Um, we're pretty... Uh, I'm having a lot of fun with it. You know what I mean? It adds a little bit of excitement to gaming. Um, it goes hand in hand with your narrative that you're not really a gamer. I'm not, and if you come and watch us play, you'll understand why I'm not really a gamer. That's not fair. You're playing with Mason. Mason, uh, is your, oh, whoa, old-fashioned was a girl that took Mark out six times, and she just, she spent the night only for a HJ. Yeah, no, I got what, I got what HJ stood for. Well, why didn't you just say it? I read it. I read it exactly as he wrote it. You guys also missed the fact that Carissa came out and told us what she used to do. She was a stripper when she met Mason. In her defense, I still don't picture her in her stripper thong giving out tuggers to every John, Dick, and Harry. That expression's way different <laughs> when we're talking about hand jobs. Yeah. John, Anyways. Dick, and Harry. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, come check us out on Twitch, YouTube. Uh, we're going to do Saturday night. We are going to come up with a stream schedule, but we're trying to work out the, uh, work out the deets, if you will. I'm with you. Uh, Chris has confirmed that she has never given out a handjob. I don't think she's never given out a handjob. I don't buy that story, but maybe at the club she never gave out a handjob. Maybe in the parking lot, though. Is that what you're saying? Chris, give me a proximity. What's the closest to a strip club you've ever given a handjob? Give me, I'd like it in feet. If the math is too difficult, I'd like it in uh, quarter miles. Ten feet. Um, you want to get in some football, Pat? While we're waiting for, uh, she said, I used to live pretty close to Rockstar. 
<laughs> that's what makes it like, nice. Uh, that's fucking great. All right, well, Mason has gotten a tugger from a stripper. That's the important part here. Mason used to live in a motorhome, and that motorhome was parked in a parking lot of Rockstar is what he's saying. That's a good point. Mason, did you drive your house to the club, or <laughs> how did you guys meet? Were you like, I want to take you back to my place, and Carissa walked outside, and you were like, all right, we're here. <laughs> all right. We're going to do some football. But I saw this today, and it was the funniest thing. And I want Pat to tell a story of when he first read it and what he thought. That trailer was only a mile or so away. All right, so let's say it was 1.25 miles. So Carissa has given at least one hand job five quarter miles from a strip club. Nice. That's where we're at. Five quarter miles. Um, I'm not sure how funny my story is going to come off to people who weren't. Like, I misread the text and thought it was a serious text. All right. Because you sent it to me. I just assumed. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm with it. It was hilarious, though. So, yeah, for I us, come across this today. and it, So, I went and looked. That's not a real tweet. I want to get that out there first. But it's a tweet of Kareem Hunt. said, bring on the Chiefs. This, this is personal for me. And Andy Reid is in the comments and says, you think I wanted to cut you? Get real. When when we drafted you, they said, let's get Kareem, or let's get Kareem Hunt. And I thought you were a donut. Never been so excited. You broke my heart twice. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I wish it was Andy Reid. Uh, you know what? If you go back, though, I think you can tell that it's a fake account because uh, Kareem Hunt's account was blue and Andy Reid's was gray. Like, maybe that's not verified. Well, the whole thing is fake. Like, he never tweeted that personal shit. Yeah, I think so? Yeah, I went and checked the Twitter. Wow. Because that's where it was. That's the blue check mark. So, anyway. Uh, so, we're going to do a quick thing of football reviews. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm going to die. <coughs> okay, I'm ready. And do our uh, our picks for this weekend's games. Uh, oh, actually, oh. I almost forgot this, Pat. Before we get into football, uh, I called Pat yesterday. To I was about wondering this. why you were skipping over so many sections. I didn't sque- there's one. Two. <coughs> oh, look at that. I'm going to die. You, you, do you want me to pause the podcast? I haven't had like a choking fit, other than obviously when pledging my boyfriends. <laughs> I haven't had a choking fit, and I don't even know how long, and it's going to happen while we're live on the fucking air. Do you need me to pause this? No, I'm good. All right. I'll just keep interrupting. Go ahead. You, you're sick a lot. I'm not sick. I'm choking. Have you been tested for the AIDS lately? I took an HIV test. I scored an A. IDS. <laughs> All right. So, apparently I skipped over a bunch of stuff, so we're not going to do football yet, but I'm glad I got that Kareem Hunt thing out of it because that was hilarious. Um, so, I don't know how much you guys are in the news, but, um, and I don't know if you guys know who Barstool Sports is, but the founder of Barstool Sports is Dave Portnoy, and... Um, he came out, it was early December when New York shut back down the restaurants and said nobody can go there. He came out and lost his shit, basically, which he loses his shit all the time. And But he had a lot of good points. He said, you know, how, how these small businesses are going to survive through this? This is ridiculous. We put safety measures in place. We have to keep on going forward, blah, 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 blah. So some guy uh, messaged him, and it's a fairly famous guy. I don't remember his I'm name. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, Pat's going to look up his name. But he messaged him on a DM and said, um, you know, why don't you put your money where your mouth is? 
And light bulbs went off for Dave and said, fuck yeah, let's do it. So he started something called the Barstool Fund. Um, and he put up $500,000. And what they do is they um, get donations to support local businesses. And they... Um, Tom, if you could tell the story in that plan. Yeah, I wanted to look something up for this. Um, so they do, they get donations and they support local businesses. You have to apply for it. They res- like I don't know if they research your company, but if they find you a good fit for what they're doing, they pretty much donate the money to keep your business open. They pay your payroll, your overhead costs, and all that to keep you afloat all the way through the pandemic. So from the day they start helping you out until the pandemic is open over and everything is back open to normal, they're going to continue to help you. So to date. Um, they have raised $23 million. They've had 178,000 supporters and they've supported 122 businesses. And, you know, so you look at $23 million and that's like, whew, you know, they probably helped. Yeah. They probably helped 2000 businesses. Well, no, because they're guaranteeing that they're going to keep them afloat until the pandemic is over. Um, I just want to applaud them. Like he's had people like Gary V donate, Aaron Rodgers put up $500,000. Um, it's just really, it's something special that he's doing. Um, and he's not like, there's no, like given his company's going to get publicity for this. Um, but I mean, he's in the news all the time for crazy shit that he's doing. So, um, I just thought that we should mention it. If you guys got, you know, 10, 15, 20 bucks. Donate it to our show. Yeah. You can donate to our show or split it with us in the Barstool Fund. Um, because let's be real. There's a lot of small, luckily we don't have a lot of overhead and Pat doesn't contribute any money to the, to the podcast. So I have to pay for it all out of pocket or time or effort. Yeah. Well, especially the first one. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just wanted to bring it like, that's a real good feel good story for me. Pat. I've, like, it's good to see that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Especially in a time where the country seems mm-hmm. very divided and everything. Um, it's nice to see people come together to help each other. Yeah, uh, while Elizabeth from Knoxville is destroying uh, the media, this guy's building it up, and I appreciate that. I'm not sure who Elizabeth from Knoxville is. But... <laughs> Have you seen the, the ridiculous video of the woman? She's got a blue towel in her hand, and she's wiping her eyes because she's crying and talking about how she got tear gassed at the Capitol building. And she was never there. There's a fucking onion in the towel, clear as day. So she's rubbing an onion on her eyes. <laughs> Classic. Uh, but that's that's the type of shit that they're, you know, that's getting into the news, so it is nice to see something. Uh, oh, shit, Pat's got to fucking grind my gears, man. I didn't go over the... Oh. So I figured out what... What the fuck is hashtag lurk? So what he's doing is he's got us on, but he's not watching. He's playing a game. So oh, he okay. put us on to help out, you know what I mean? Because that's what we brothers do for each other. We help well, I'd each say other. thanks, folks, girl, but you won't hear me. She kept saying it's a revolution. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, so we got to grind my gears. Let's do it, Pat. I love that, like, Mason and Carissa have the exact same, like, sense of humor, personality, styles, and the baby looks exactly like Mason. So it's really, like, Mason, Lady Mason, and Baby Mason. Like, there's just three different versions of Mason. Or Carissa, depending on how you look at it. Are they all related? Well, they're husband and wife. And well, I mean, before child. I mean, before they were husband and wife, were they like cousins or something? Yeah, Tom, did you miss the part where he picked her up in a mobile home? Yes, they're related. 
Jeez. It's like you're not even listening. My legs are tangling off the edge. A stomach full of pills didn't work again. I put a bullet in my head and I'm gone, 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 gone. All right, Pat, what's your uh, grandma gears? So, man, and I like I don't want to rant, and I didn't uh, I didn't prepare anything because I didn't want it to sound prepared. But this has bothered me for years. Probably going to bother me to my dying day. And let's assume that it has to do with like lobbyists and politicians. Let's assume that that's the square root of this uh, evil. You like what is there? Square root. Uh, fucking insurance, specifically. Okay, so like life insurance totally makes sense to me because it covers the loss of life. It covers the income. It covers the value. Well, not entirely. That's difficult to do, but it covers your loss, right? So I get it. Life insurance seems like a worthy investment, and it's appropriate. I don't know about cost because, I mean, that would be a lot of math. But well, let's say you're paying a hundred dollars a month. It's twelve hundred dollars a year. If you have fifteen years, it's one hundred and forty some thousand dollars. Yeah. So if it's a million dollar policy, oh, no. that's a great investment. No, it's like twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. But uh, so on a million dollar policy, that's a that's a wonderful investment. Even a half million. If you die. Sure. Yeah. And well, no, if you don't die, then the insurance wins, which that's a deal that you guys are making and you're in control of that deal. You don't have to get life insurance. That's a decision you make. Okay. Medical insurance, right? If something bad happens to you, they cover it. Now there's all kinds of bullshit with like, they don't really cover it or you pay co-pays and all that shit. You know, we're going to charge you insurance, but we're going to charge you $25 to go make sure that you're healthy for a physical or like your annual checkup. That's weird. So insur- medical insurance starts with the bullshit. Well, let's be real. It shouldn't really cost as much as it does have procedures done. But again, that puts back to your... But I'm not sure that insurance is the problem there. I think the cost of medical care is the problem there. So Well, again, but it, it's all intertwined. Yeah, yeah. So we've got some bullshit from medical insurance. Life good, medical, we'll call it <laughs> par, right? But then you get into like, okay, so oh, even homeowner's insurance, worthy investment. Right? Like they cover your home and they purposely overinsure you because they understand that rebuilding will cost more than, you know, what's currently there. So that's like, holy shit, somebody intelligent put together this fucking plan. Car insurance, bro. Car insurance is the dumbest shit I've ever heard of. So you want to know why there's car insurance, Pat? Sure. It's to insure you. It basically insures you against somebody hitting you. Right, it's no. Their insurance covers me from them hitting me. So what happens if they don't have insurance? Well, then my car's not covered. Yeah, it is through your insurance. What if you get hurt and a person that hits you doesn't have car insurance? Okay, but so you're missing my point entirely. I get how you can use car insurance. That actually is the part that bothers me. That's the part that grinds my gears. So you go out to your car tomorrow morning, and it doesn't start. Do they put a new battery in for you? That's not the kind of car insurance. That's, they have those types of insurances that you can That's buy. not the one that you have to have. No, the one that you have to have is the one that protects people from people. Yeah, I mean... There's and a, that's state by state. Not every state requires you to have car insurance. Correct. And there's a system in place where you can go after people for money. I mean, it's okay, the court so system, if, if, civil court system. If a motherfucker can't pay for car insurance and you sue them in personal court, what, what makes you think that they're going to pay you? If a motherfucker can't pay for car insurance, they just drive without insurance. We see it every day. Well, yeah, I get what you're saying. The part that bothers me is that if my motor's bad or my transmission's bad or something on the car that I require the car to run, 
is bad. They don't replace that. But if I get mad and I, you know, like punch my car, they will take care of that no problem. Like, yeah, we can fix that right away. If you, you know, if you're in a hailstorm and some, you know, something shatters your windshield or like chips your paint, they will replace that free of charge. It just seems stupid that they're not really insuring your car. They are. They're they're insuring the. They're not insuring the drivability of your car. They're insuring the cosmetics of your car. Why isn't it called cosmetics insurance? It's called collision. Part of it. That's a section of car insurance. That's not the whole thing. Yeah. Comprehensive is some car insurance covers the outside of your vehicle. No, because comprehensive covers theft. Somebody steals your car, you get paid for it. Do you think I've ever had comprehensive insurance on one of my vehicles? Yeah. Uh, probably not. Yeah, no, definitely no. not. Because you don't drive anything worth stealing, Pat. That's correct. <laughs> you know what that's called? That's called being self-insured. <laughs> I'm, I'm smart enough to buy vehicles. When I'm somebody walks sure. up to my car, they're like, no, 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 keep going, keep going, keep going. No, listen, I'm with you. We're like, I don't like to pay for car insurance. I'm fine oh. with paying for car insurance. I want the fucking car insurance. You, you can buy stuff that does that. Is that something that's readily available and encouraged by the government? I don't know. No, I've never heard the government talk about insuring my motor, ever. Well, because I'm not sure what the fucking government has to do with it. Like They require me to carry car insurance on a car and so that I can replace chipped fucking paint. Or but a that's not what it's for. It's really for injuries and car accidents. So they will not replace the chip paint? I never said that they wouldn't. But the, so, the right, main right, reason it's not behind about car it, insurance is about car insurance companies. That's my gear grinding. Okay, I can't believe you're debating me on this. I'm, I'm not trying. I'm just trying to see both sides of the aisle. Please. I'm going to kick your fucking car door in. You kick my fucking. I'm, I'll shoot you. Why? Insurance will cover it. Then I'm going to dump fucking. Are you going to give me? The, are you going to give me the five hundred dollars to fucking for the deductible? Yeah, that's no problem. I'm going to pour mayonnaise in your motor, and I'll give you, you another five hundred dollars for what that. What are you going to donate it to the podcast? Goddamn right, I am. <laughs> I went, oh, my car was hit by a guy driving his car. He did not have insurance, but I did. My insurance ended up paying for me to get a new car. My medical bills, my friend's medical bills, and the guy's passenger's medical bills. Annoying. Erica, did your rates raise because of that? Because if you die, your life insurance policy pays out, and your rates don't go up. They don't. That's true. (laughs) You're a fucking asshole. What? That's that's a fact, bro. That's like saying if your house burns down and you're burned inside of it, you die inside the house fire. Your house rates don't go up. Your house rates don't go up. That's true. But if you get out, they do. Matter of fact, in a car accident, had one of you died, well, their rates would die. never go up. <laughs> so really, the only way to get o- get one over on the car insurance company is to fucking die. And that's what grinds my gears, bro. No, because then they don't have to replace it. You're dead. Uh, I have insurance through our bank on my car that, well, I guess it doesn't matter now because I don't make payments on my car anymore. I own it. That, all right. I'll get back to that. Um, No. So I have insurance through the bank that if something happened to me while I was still making payments on the car, the car is automatically paid off by the bank and my mother uh, gets the title. Nice. Yeah, that was pretty. It was like five bucks for the year. I guess they're not really banking on me dying. 
Well, they clearly don't know you that well. I mean, the vehicle did have all-wheel drive, 60-40 braking, and six airbags, <laughs> including two curtain airbags. So is it if you die in the car, though? A pillow. What's that? Is it if you die in the car or just die Tom, in the car? if I died in the car, why would she need the car? It'd probably be totaled. I, I don't know. Erica just asked, no, but how do you, how can your life insurance go up if you're dead? And we're going to end this on, like, on that. I don't even think we need to respond to that. I got nothing. That's a great point, Erica. Should I kick her out of the chat for that? No, do not kick fucking Erica out of the chat. Erica, thank you for being here. We appreciate you. One Pat, of us appreciates you. You want to get into the football now? Yeah, whatever. All right. All right, so we had, uh, we had six games over the weekend. We don't have an outro for Grandma Gears? No, never have. So we just roll right into the next segment? We just roll in, bro. Weird. Just keep, just keep it rolling. I got to tell you, I was almost underprepared. I was waiting for you to click the thing. Oh, I'm sorry. All right, moving on. All right. Colts at the Bills. Pat, did you watch that game? Sure did. Who should have won that game? The Bills. Colts. All right. Nope, we've already talked about this. The Colts made a calculated decision that I'm didn't not, go their way. It happens every play of the game. I'm not Somebody saying, made a but I still, think, I still think the Colts played better. Do you? Yes, they had more yards. I will say I think that the Bills are the better team, first off. Second. Neither one of them is Super Bowl material. I hate to say that because I do enjoy watching the Bills. Who do you think is going to make the Super Bowl? <sighs> to be Cheat honest code, with you. bro. Cheat code. I think the Bills are going to take them out. In Cheat. the championship game. I mean, this is from the guy who has repeatedly bet on the Redskins. But you know what? I'm going to put this on you. Are you going for the Redskins again this week? Do you assume they'll I win? can't, bro, but they were so close. So close. Anyway, we'll get there. Rams at the Seahawks. I called this one. Rams won that one, thirty to twenty. Told you the Seahawks were weren't as good as everybody thought. Uh, yeah, Bucks at the football team, thirty-one to twenty-three. They were there, man. They were there. Had Alex Smith been able to play that game, dude, I bet you Alex Smith wins that game. You know who else was there? Tom Brady. The fans, but they didn't almost win a Super Bowl. I don't think the fans were at that game, dude. It was in Washington. They were fans. I don't think there's fans there. Maybe it was family, but I don't think they had fans in Washington. You might be right. I might uh, be wrong. I have no idea. But I don't either. But, so this is, I mean, for the entire year, you've been betting on this, not only this team, I said they could. Division. I said they could. You know what the odds were for them to get the Super Bowl? To win the Super Bowl? 7,000 to 100. So it's really like 701. Pretty good. Pretty good odds. Pretty good odds. Oh, it's uh, sorry, it's seventy-one. Okay, seventy-one. Yeah, I wanted to put a pretty hefty bet on Eric. When there's thirty-two teams in the league, and your odds are seventy to one, that means. Oh no! This was when there was only twelve teams left, and when they were fourteen teams left, and they made it to the playoffs. That's uh, that's worse, bud. That's worse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I thought Washington played pretty well. Had they had, I mean, that kid that they had playing there was pretty good. We um, should make a, if you make a bet, is your bet locked? Like, even if people, like, get injured or, you know. Yeah, it's stuff. locked. So we should uh, remember this, write this down, take a note. Uh, Carissa set an alarm. Um, we should make a $100 bet each on a team before the next season starts. To win the Super Bowl? Yep. Chiefs. It's a good bet. Um, next one, Ravens at the Titans. This was kind of an upset, man. The Titans didn't play all that great. But Lamar Jackson got his first playoff win, 20-13. to 13. Um, 
a lot of low-scoring games, except for the last game. Did you watch that game, the Titans-Ravens game? I watched part of it. I... Bro, you could have had 21 players walk off of the field and let Lamar Jackson play by himself. God, he had a fucking day. Every time they needed him, he came through. Well, he ain't going to make it past this week, so it doesn't matter. Who are the Ravens playing this week? I don't know yet, but it doesn't matter. I, I, I don't think they're that good, to be honest with you. I think the Titans played poorly. I think the defense for the Ravens played okay. They stopped Henry, but I, I just sure don't did. see Henry the Ravens. 13 yards in the first half. Um, yeah, he ended the game at like 54, so. Fucking ridiculous. Um, Bears at the Saints. I think everybody knew this one. Saints won that 121-9. to um, And then this, I fucking called this one too. Browns at the Steelers. Did the Browns fucking shit on the Steelers. They shit sure all over them. And at the end of the first quarter, do you know what the score was? No. 28 to nothing. Oh, I did hear that. 28 to nothing after the first quarter. I um, went 4 and 2 with my picks. To be fair, so they got. To be fair. <laughs> to be fair, they got outscored. To be fair. 20 to 37 after the first quarter. But hey, they put up four touchdowns in the first quarter. Yeah. That's nothing to squawk at. Uh, Brown Super Bowl? Question mark? Here's the thing. And I think I felt this way last year, and I feel this way this year. I said it last year. I've said it this year. The Browns are just sitting with pens in their hands, inking this beautiful Cinderella story. And now they not only beat, but they shit kicked the Steelers. And they're going up against the Chiefs. If you want to write the story, you've got to slay the monster. Cheat code had better play with his fucking head up this fucking week. I really like. I will not be surprised if the Browns roll through Kansas City. I'll be so fucking excited. I will be, my second favorite team will be the Browns. I love Patrick Mahomes. I love the Kansas City Chiefs. I will be happy to see them lose if the Browns win the Super Bowl. If they lose for nothing, if the Browns win this week and lose right after that, I will be devastated. (laughs) But if the Browns win the Super Bowl... I don't care who they beat to get there. I hope the Browns get the Super Bowl. Anyway, so this week, oh my god, that was my phone, guys. Oh, jeez. Trying to do a fucking podcast here. Who was it, Mason? No, it was fucking Ford. He texted oh, me. Oh, different and, Ford, okay. Yeah, he texted me and Trevor. See, he said he just got done doing his finger stretches. wanted to see if we were playing games tonight. I fucking love that kid. Motherfucker, we're doing fucking a podcast. That dude also, compliment his jeans, but you have to say, Hey, man, I like your jeans. He does not accept the fact that he wears blue jeans. He refers to them as, uh, what is it? Khakis? Not khakis. What do people call pants? Fucking uh, slacks. He says they're denim slacks. It's so fucking funny. Yeah, good kid. Uh, anyway, Rams at the Packers. Uh, I'm going to take, take the Packers in this one. I don't think the Rams have it in them to beat them. Packers all day. Uh, Bills at the Ravens. I'm taking the Bills. I'm going to say, man, I want the Bills to win. Buffalo, Uh, 11-3 in home playoff games in team history. Lamar Jackson, one Well, I mean, Phil Simms is like 15 of those 14 games. Phil Simms? I don't think Phil Simms won any of those playoff games. The Bills? He wasn't the quarterback. They got him all. Oh, it was was, uh, Jim Kelly. Yeah. Yeah, anyways, he won 15 of those 14 games. Um, I'm going to I'm going to say Bills because I don't think 
Dude, I'm Lamar at... can do it two weeks in a row. Dude, I'm at work last Saturday watching this Buffalo game. It's Erica just says that about my grandma called them dungarees. Oh, it's like um dungarees. Ugh. So, but th- she said my grandma don't let me what happened. So I'm working right. And this late, this old lady and her husband coming. And when I say old, they're probably in their like late fifties, maybe early sixties. They're not that old. And she goes, "Oh, Buffs winning." And me and Trevor look at each other and we're like, who the fuck calls him Buff? I mean, maybe that's just the She team. clearly was not a football fan. How do you know? Oh, you thought, like, because it was abbreviated on the screen? Yeah, she's like, <laughs> yeah. Like, that's awesome. But, you know, she was a nice lady. Whatever. Anyway, moving forward. Uh, Browns at the Chiefs. I'm taking the Browns. Stop, Browns. Uh, I hate. Fair enough. Most Disney movies, Cinderella's included. I'm going Chiefs. All right, go fuck yourself. Stupid. Bucks at the Saints. I'm taking the. Hey, what's the statistic? Is it about Brady versus the Saints? No. The Saints have won five straight games versus Tampa Bay. Yeah, I'm taking the Saints. Oh my god, that's a fucking hard pick, bro. I'm going Bucks. Nah, man, the Bucks had a hard time beating. Washington, dude, and we all know that Bucks. They're Going supposed to be this great team. Packers, Bills, Chiefs, Bucks. RG, Tampa Bay, Connell, RG, Navy. Oh, because they have uh, Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't think that that makes a difference, dude. They have fucking Drew Brees, Michael Thomas. The fucking the hill cap there, fucking the quarterback, wide receiver, running back, whatever the fuck that guy is on the set. Like, oh, number seven? Yeah. I don't know his name either. He's, he's a just fucking, a fucking nasty yeah, athlete. He's he's insane. Yeah. Taysom Hill. There you go. Um, yep. It, like, I don't know. And the Saints are due, bro. They've been fucked three years in a row. I don't think they're getting to the Super Bowl. Don't tell Griff this, but. Because I keep fucking with Griff telling them that they're going to lose the NFC Championship to the Saints. They're going to. I think the Saints go to the Super Bowl. What do you think? I think that you're crazy to bet against Tom Brady. Phobic, shut up. Yes, we watch football sometimes. Phobic, here's the thing. We don't just watch football. Like We do other things. Yeah, we just don't watch football and play video games all day. Okay, Bob? We don't. One of us. Nice. Yeah, some of us is doing stuff like this pod room. It looks fantastic. I did do this pod room. Like, check out this. Fine. Mason Mason put this guy with an up arrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's great. Yeah, I think I'm going Saints. Yeah, that's what it is. Saints. So right. the only underdog I took there. Oh, you moved the screen. The only underdog I took was the Bucks. Are they really the underdog, though? Yes. Well, how do you figure? What's the spread? Well, because they're seated below the Saints. That's not really an underdog. That doesn't mean that they're an underdog. They also had a worse record than the Saints. That doesn't... Look at the spread. The spread's going to tell you who the real underdog is. Check the game details. I don't know if that... Will it show you the spread? Oh, wrong one. Oh, jeez. Tom's phone's going off. He's clicking random shit. We're all over the internet right now. Yeah, shit happens. What are you going to do? Um... The fuck is grinder? 
grinder. I'm a grinder at. What are you going to do? That's weird. Yeah, the last time they they played, Saints beat them 38-3. to three. When was that? Uh, this year, because they're in the same division. Nice. Um, stats, insights. Let's see, insights. I'm just going to look it up. Yeah, if you just went to the ESPN app, it would tell you what the spread is, and I will tell you who the favorite is. I'm sure the Saints are the favorite because they're at home, but you get three points for being at home. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't really think. I mean, they only won one more game. Fuck, but you can't really call that a uh, uh, an underdog story. You picked the Packers. You picked the you picked the Bills, right? I did. You picked the Chiefs. Yeah, I did. And you picked the Bucks. I did. All right. Well, so, oh, you went to Vegas. All right. What do you got? What do you got? New Orleans is uh, favored three and a half points. Yeah, so they have a half point favor. Yeah. Because you get three points. Yeah, so. But, well, they're not a half point favorite. They're a three and a half point favorite. But I you know get, what you're saying. Yeah, you automatically get three points for being the home team. Yeah, which means if you're the away team, you're that much more less likely, that much less likely to win. Okay. You're right, Pat. I'm wrong. I'm sorry. Moving on. I just. It was a weird argument to pose. Uh, well, you were like, like. I said that's the only underdog team that I. You were acting like the Dolphins were playing the Bucks, and the Dolphins were the underdog. Clearly, in that story, you took a turn and attacked Mason on this one. Well, yeah, like Mason is an innocent (laughs) bystander. Saints pack Bills KC. Uh, That's actually just a sentence. Mason is telling his friend Casey. That the Saints pack bills. So I guess they're all really wealthy. Uh, forward takes buck packed bills, KC. Um, nobody's taking the Browns, huh? I gotta tell you, we all picked pack bills, KC, and the Saints Bucks game looks like we're gonna have a real fun time. I did not pick KC, I picked the Browns. I'm sorry. All the people who matter. Oh, okay. That, I mean, we're just on a podcast named after me. Valid. Okay. So anyway, we're going to move on to... To be fair. To be fair. Low-key underdog dream, Browns. Yeah. yeah. Topic, I'm with you, man. For real. What a story that would be, right? That, but I'm kind of with Pat where he says if they fucking yeah, lose... Yeah, don't fucking waste it. Don't lose to the Bills in the next... But hey, listen, if it's Browns, Bills in the next game, who the fuck cares who wins? As long as that team wins the Super Bowl. That's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a great story for both of them. Yeah. I'm down with the Bills being super. And the best part is, KC's not going to win two in a row. When Tyrod Taylor went to the Bills, I don't know if you remember this, I said I I really, really heavily weighed my options and thought, do I want to pick a team? Like, am I going to be a Bills fan? Because they were so much fun to watch, and they still are so much fun to watch. Now it's too late. Like, I miss my fucking... I can't just be a Bills fan now. Now they're fucking good. Yeah, you're one of those. here I am, just as a no-team having football fan. Yeah, you're one of those. All right, so we got some stories we're going to get into. Um, you read all these, right, Pat? Yeah, I hand-selected them, emailed them to you, and then wrote them into the outline. I'm just saying, on the last one, we didn't read the whole stories that Erica sent in. We looked kind of dumb. But conveniently, I read this one before you sent it. So this Just to be clear, to... you read these stories before I sent them? This story. Oh, okay. I read this story about this kid. Uh, the 
So this kid was involved in a motor vehicle accident. That uh, what? It was six months ago, a year ago. It was a while ago. Yeah. Um, I, in Torrington. In uh, I think it was just outside of Torrington. Right, right. He's a Torrington kid. He was right across the border. Yeah. Um, and he was involved in a motor vehicle accident. Fled the scene of the crash. And two uh, thirty in the morning, June 9th. Yeah. So about six months ago. And flood the scene. I don't know what the fuck took him so long to find him. Uh, but somebody died in that motor vehicle accident. Two people died. Two people. Yeah, two fatalities, three supervisors sustained some uh sustained serious injuries. After a thorough investigation by the Torrington Police Department investigation team, Dylan Dylan Brokar. I would not have given his name. Why? He's you can he's in news articles all over the place. No, I just man. I don't know. Okay, Dylan. D um, money. Yeah, that well, I wouldn't be too excited about him. Was determined to be the operator of the vehicle at the time of the motor vehicle crash. Alcohol and drugs were not found were not found to have been a factor in a crash. Dylan was right. determined to be at fault the motor vehicle had crashed in charge as noted below. He posted a seventy five thousand dollar bond. On, hold on, hold on. So this is my gripe with the story. In the state of Connecticut, we are comfortable charging children as adults. He's 17. He's not an adult. But we're comfortable charging them as adults. So Dylan gets hit with a $75,000 fine, a uh, $75,000 bond, uh, and he has a court date uh, two days ago, three days ago on my birthday. He's charged with negligent homicide with a motor vehicle, two counts, traveling too fast for conditions, improper turn and movement, violation of passengers 16 or 17 years old, violation of restrictions of a motor vehicle operator. So here's my beef, right? If you want to give this kid, because he's a kid, a $75,000 bond, because he's a kid, okay. I get that. That's fair. If you want to give this adult, because you're treating him like an adult, you're charging him with a double murder, you can't give him a $75,000 bond. You got to pick. You got to be on one side of the road or the other, unlike Dylan. Okay, you have to. Too much? One side of the road or the other? See what I did there? Yeah. (laughs) You're an idiot. I get what you're saying. I do. But at the same time, they had a charge. Like, they never said that he was being charged as an adult. These are his crimes. They never said if he's, if they're trying him as an adult. Please note, 16 and 17-year-olds in the state of Connecticut are handled in adult court for the above-listed motor vehicle violations per state statute. Oh. They're trying him as an adult. But they gave him a $75,000 bond. Well, do you think the 17-year-olds have $75,000 or even 10% of that? He can't bond himself out either. His parents have to bond him out. All right, I bet they have it. I don't know. Or can come up with it. If it was calm, I want to have it. His ass be in jail. This bond came from somewhere. This number came from somewhere. Right? Yeah. So I'd be interested to see what the minimum that you can charge, what, what the minimum bond is on a negligent homicide with a motor vehicle, two counts, would be. You know what I mean? There's fucking five charges here. Six, if you count the one that's twice. Six charges. And they're trying this kid as an adult. So here's the thing. Don't. Don't try him as an adult. If you're going to baby him half the fucking way, baby him. Well, I think, well, I think that's something that his lawyer may fight for. 
I hope he does. I hope the the fucking 17-year-old doesn't get tried like he's an adult. Because the truth is, he just learned how to wipe his ass. He shouldn't be driving. He shouldn't be smoking. He shouldn't be drinking. He's a fucking child. Uh, I mean, I'm with you on the fact that... Well, I don't know, man. I mean, he left the scene of the accident. How old you say? He's 12. Imagine him in five years. Five years from now. Being responsible for the lives of other people. I would hope that in five years, I've taught myself, my son, enough responsibility to where if you're in a motor vehicle accident, no matter what happened, you fucking stay. This kid left those people to die. Correct. So this kid freaked the fuck out, panicked, left the scene of the accident like a fucking kid. And didn't say anything. And didn't say anything for fucking six months. Yeah. I love that it says he turned himself in. Listen. After a couple days, you can no longer turn yourself in for something, right? This was like, the cops figured it out. He knew they figured it out. They were right on his ass, and he was like, fuck it, I'm turning myself in before they really fucking, like, just come and cuff me. Uh, Phobic wants to know, what is the bond amount that you believe? I didn't realize you were a judge. He said believe? Yeah. I believe it's 75,000. It says it right there. Um, what do I think is fair? I'd have to look at what the bonds are for those crimes for adults because they're trying him as an adult. The truth is, I think the seventy-five thousand isn't the problem. I'm fine with the seventy-five thousand. I don't think he should be tried as an adult. I think it's ridiculous to expect so much from a child. He's a fucking child. I don't think we should be deemed adults until we're twenty-five. Yeah. Nobody should be drinking before they're twenty-five. I mean, I gotta tell you, man. And given I had, like, I had a lot thrown at me at fucking 19 years old, 18 years old. Sure. Um, and I manned up. You know what I mean? I, I've always been way more mature than I was, and that's because of... Different like, generations, first off. You got 12 years on this kid? 13 years on this kid? I guess you can call that... I, I always thought 25 years was a generation. This but, kid isn't allowed to buy cigarettes. Yeah. Neither was I at 17. Yeah, but why isn't he allowed to buy cigarettes? Because he's not an adult. Oh, there you go. You said it. I'm, so the same people actually, who make it, the law that say he's not an adult say if you break the law, then you're an adult. I'm more disgusted. And listen, I'm not. I'm I'm upset with the kid, right? Because he dis- left the scene. But and, but I'm disgusted with his parents. His parents are pieces of shit. You think they knew? Even if they didn't know, they didn't teach their kid right from wrong. Man. I'm telling you right now, I, I would almost put my life on it. That at Colin at 12 years old, if it was him, he stays there. One, to make sure, to call a fucking ambulance. There's no way the kid had a car and no fucking cell phone. Right? You know what I think Colin at 17 would do? Text his friends. I don't think that's true. They'd be texting all kinds of gay shit, too. You're fucked up, bro. Anyway. Uh... Tim said, we'll get your coffin together, time. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, what did he say? Well, first he said, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Uh, True. Uh, he now just Can you? Why up. is the chat not up on the screen? You got Because I need to be able to read the fucking story. You put it up on a fucking 42-inch screen! You can read that fucking little blood. I don't know. I can't see because it's not up on the fucking screen. Let's see. On 1-8-2021, Dylan Brokar, age 17, turned himself into the Torrance Police Department. In You're regards to an act of arrest. <laughs> Even closer. I'm fucking two feet closer. If it's I'm a fucking glasses. Oh, my God. 
Uh, hold on. Okay, so let's go scroll back Tim, up now. We've missed so much now, of this chat. Now you've said his name. Jeez, Pat. Oh, fucker. Uh, Mason said he now just learned that life is hard, and if you're not ready for it, you're not going to have a good time. Phobic Squirrel said, well, get your coffin together, Tom. Mason Ford said, you are not going to believe this. Phobic Squirrel said, whoa, you said his name, Pat. Yeah, fucked up on that one. So Mason says, section 14222A, negligent homicide with a motor vehicle or commercial motor vehicle, except as provided in subsection B of this section, any person who in consequence of the negligent operation, we're just going to leave the podcast. Oh, of a motor vehicle causes the death of another person shall be fined not more than $1,000 or imprisoned not more than six months or both. Wow. Wow. That's insane. Negligent homicide with a motor vehicle or commercial motor vehicle, except as provided in subsection B of this section. Mason, I need to know what subsection B of the section says. So now it seems like his, uh, so now Now it seems a little stiff. Yeah, right. It seems like that bond's a little high. <laughs> Poor bastard. Mason, I hope you're looking up subsection B. Um, nah, man, I can't I can't see trying never mind the money. You can always go make money. They want to take this kid's time. And that you can't put a fucking price. So on. you don't think that him spending a year in prison for that is not at is not okay? It depends. Is he gonna spend a year in prison or they're gonna put the six charges together? Even if they I, well, we'd have to add them all together, right? But for the two that he's... The two big well, ones, okay, right? Okay, no, let me answer your question. At 17 years old, no. He shouldn't spend a month in prison. He should not go to prison. If they for want to killing him, two people? If they want to put him in juvenile detention, sure. No, he should go to prison. Like I said, at 17 years old, if you... So what's, what's the limit, then? What if a 14-year-old killed two people? With a motor vehicle? Sure. Or uh, a gun. What, what's the difference? Well, two different things. This seems like it was... An accident? An accident. Okay, so he accidentally killed two people. With a gun? Well, you're saying he should go to prison because he killed two people. So he, he should go to pr- prison even though he accidentally killed two people? Again, my big problem with it is... Uh, Any person who, in consequence of the negligent operation of a motor vehicle or commercial motor vehicle, causes the death of another person shall be fined not more than $2,500 or prison industrial complex. Um, is Phobic Squirrel saying... That that's juvenile detention now? I don't know. What the fuck is a prison industrial complex, bro? Probably something where we all just want pe- people to go to prison. No more than six months or both. So it's same same thing, just a stiffer fine. Yeah. Um yeah, I I don't know, man. Uh he was also not supposed to be driving for six months or having a license at 16 and drive adult passengers only. That's true, too. So he knew the rules and broke them. Another great point. This kid's a fucking idiot. He's a child. I don't, Pat, I don't know, man. This is and, like, listen. Like, I don't know, man. I hold younger younger people the same, like, like, you're telling me two different generations, right? Yeah. But that's the problem, is that we're softening these kids and saying it's okay you're only 17. It's not Whoa, that big a deal. Hold on, because that goes both ways. You're saying we're softening these kids, and we're saying it's okay because you're only 17. I'm also saying you're not allowed to do the things that I was allowed to do. You're not mature enough. You are not capable of being an adult. You don't get the privileges of being an adult. So it's not just, I'm babying you. It's, you're not going to get the things that adults get also. 
So, I mean, six one half dozen the other on that. Yeah, I just think we need to do a better job parenting in these, and we could give the and kids would be mature at fucking eighteen. This years kid old. can be on his parents' insurance until he's twenty six, correct? Yeah, I think that's a bunch of horror shit too. But that's the law. The law has decided that this Thanks, kid Obama. doesn't. This kid doesn't have to be responsible for himself. No. Thanks, Obama. Because that's an Obama thing. This kid doesn't have to be responsible for himself. But again, he's 26, according to that law. But but that's another thing, right? What they should do is is that they should just softening these. Like, we're just giving and giving and giving. Take, take, take from these fucking kids. Make them show them that life's not going to be fucking easy. I agree. Absolutely. And then once once they understand that, then we'll call them adults. I completely agree with you. Tim has a good point I signed up for the Air Force when I was 17 years old. I was allowed to make that choice. You are correct, Mason. You are also not allowed to go get a beer when you were 17 year old. So you can die fighting for everybody else's freedom, but you cannot drink. Tim has a good point, too, here. Child and adult is not an age. It's a mindset. And I agree, but we have to draw a hard line. So while every individual human being is different, we have to make a law. Right? We have to say... These people are adults. These people are children. And I'm not saying it has to be an age, but then, well, but then have what made, other? But they have made that 18. 18, you're officially an adult, and they. This kid's me. not 18. I understand that. And you can't smoke cigarettes, and you can't drink alcohol, and you can't rent a car. I mean, that's not really a law. That's the car insurance companies not being fucking idiots. But actually, that's a perfect example when you privatize this decision. When you put it into the, the hands of people who have money on the line, they're like, no, no, no. You're not a fucking adult until you're 25. Let's be real. Yeah. Uh, Eric and the brains aren't fully developed. Mason said some people's brains never fully developed. That's funny. That's true. Phobic said technically he can do all those things. He isn't allowed to purchase those things. I'm pretty sure if you get caught with alcohol under the age of 21, you're breaking the law. Uh, I'm not sure. Possession of alcohol by a minor? I don't know. I've got caught with alcohol when I was a kid. <laughs> Many times, uh, myself and the people in my friends group uh, were forced to pour alcohol out on the side of the road by police officers because possession of alcohol by a minor is, in fact, against the law. Now, they didn't arrest us and try us as adults because we were kids, so they just made us pour the alcohol out because that's dumb, man. That's dumb. I don't know. It's a it's a it's a weird situation. You know, like I don't know, man. I don't know what's right or wrong. That's why I'm not in in any sort of fucking. I can't believe all you guys want to crucify this kid. I think because all of us at fucking seventeen knew right from wrong. I'm really bo- like, listen. The fact that the kid was involved in an accident, I'm not bothered by that. The fact that, that this logic? kid had people on his car, not bothered by that. the The real big thing for me is that seventeen years old. You were allowed to have a driver's license. So, which shows that you should be mature. And he was smart enough to pass the test. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which in the state of Connecticut, you have to take driver's ed where they teach you not to leave the scene of a fucking crash. Yeah. So he was taught this. He got his driver's license, okay. passed driver's ed, or driver's ed, and still got into an accident and left the fucking scene. And two people are fucking dead. How many 14 year olds do you know that do you think uh, could pass driver's ed? Sammy and Colin. Do you think both of them could pass driver's ed? I don't know. Colin? No. I've seen him try and drive. It's not, it's not good. You don't think Colin's smart enough to pass through driver's ed? The, the book part of it? 
Yes. The driving portion of it? Well, no. the driving portion of it, you take him to a parking lot, you'd show him how it works, and he'd learn. That's how everything works. It's practice. I understand that. Sammy, same thing, right? So then you take the two of them. Now, they're smart enough because they passed the test. Should they spend the rest of their, well, I guess in this case, uh, 15 days in prison? <laughs> because these punishments seem awfully weird. Um, should they go to prison because they're fucking idiots? Um, did they leave the scene of the crash? Is it the same, the same situation? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so now... Don't never leave the fuck scene of an accident again. Okay, so according to you, 12-year-olds should be charged as adults. If they have a driver's license and they've been given that responsibility, well, no, the driver's license doesn't change the law. But they wouldn't be driving if they didn't have a driver's license. What if somebody never got their license and did the exact same thing? What if it was a 40-year-old? Would you go, well, that's a child because they never got their license. They weren't smart enough. No, what I'm saying is you're not comparing apples to apples. Colin wouldn't have a driver's license. He wouldn't be able to take driver's ed. If he did all those things and had a driver's license at 14 for some weird reason, and the law wasn't because it was the same exact law, I would still say, yes, he needs to go to some sort of prison reform. At 14? Yes. You need to be taught a fucking lesson for your actions. What about a 40-year-old who doesn't have their license? He should be in prison for the rest of his life. I don't understand. He didn't pass the test. He didn't know any better. He shouldn't have been driving a motor vehicle. It's the same fucking thing. You're, like, if and he left to see him in an accident. At 40 years old, you know right from wrong. All right. What about a 17-year-old now? didn't go to driver's said doesn't have his license. Should he be tried as a child? Same exact crime. Everything's the same, but he didn't go to driver's head. Uh, do I, in my personal opinion? Yes, because I think at 17, you should know right from wrong. But your, your explanation before was he has a license, he passed the test. Well, I know that for a fact, and the state of Connecticut, he went through driver's ed and was taught all these things. Yeah. I know that for a fact. Everything else comes down to being mature and having good parents. Uh, Sorry, kid, you got the shit on the stick. You didn't have good parents to teach right from wrong. Erica said, did the other two not say he was driving with them because they didn't want their friend to get in trouble? Oh, hold on. Scroll up. We missed so much of this yeah, conversation. We're over here fighting. This is going to be the longest podcast ever. Should we try as an adult? Sure. That doesn't mean he'll get the maximum sentence. I think that bond is high because he may have been a flight risk because he hid for so long. There were five kids in the car. The two in the backseat died. Two of them ran to the house to get help and then ran away. Scroll down. Ah! You scrolled too far. His parents let him stay home and not turn himself in for six months, by the way. Are we just overlooked? Mason, do you know that his parents knew he was guilty? Tom, scroll down. Did the other two not say he was driving? Yeah, hold on. Uh, Phobic said, well, then he stole a vehicle, crashed it, and killed two people, so yes. Oh, because he was talking about the, the other thing. So hold the fuck on. <laughs> I didn't even think about the other people in the car. What should their punishment be? Should they be accessory to murder? No, because they went and got help. No, they didn't. It says yes, they, they ran, did. They ran, they ran and got help and then fled. So at least they went and got help? At least they did something instead of just leaving these people fucking dead. Maybe they talked about that, though. Maybe that's why he left, because they were like, we're going to go get help. And he was like, all right, I'm going to get the fuck out of here with the car. Did they turn him in? Because if they didn't turn him in six months ago, they're accessories to murder. Well, no, it was one of the kids that died. Well, and like Tim said, negligent homicide is not murder. The words have to be. No, no, I agree. I agree. So they're accessories to negligent homicide. They still knew 
that this took place and didn't say anything. Well, so they didn't turn them like, in. They went and got help and then ran after they got people to help. Correct. So they didn't turn them in. But they're aware. I think they should be punished for not turning them in. Absolutely. They should be accessories. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. They're just as much to blame. And not saying even that... Even if they don't have... Like, even if they didn't go to criminal justice in school. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Again, it becomes right and wrong. Like, if you... and I, Like, I can only speak for myself, right? And that's how I look at the world. It's like how I was at that age. I knew right from wrong. I was mature enough to operate a vehicle. I was, like... If somebody was hurt, I did the... Like, I've always done the right thing throughout my entire life. Let me ask you this question. If you weren't married, would you bang a married chick? Absolutely. So that hasn't changed since you were younger? <laughs> You're a fucked up dude. You're a fucked up dude. And if that was illegal, Pat, I would re... Like, I know right from wrong, right? Oh, that's fucked up. The car was one of the kids that died. Oof. And Erica said, they, the other kids didn't flee. He did. The other two kids didn't leave. So they cooperated with the police fully and gave the information? No, the I'm with you, dude. For. The fact that they didn't tell him who it was is fucked up. Don't get me wrong. If one of these kids was smart enough to be like, huh? Who are you? Why are the cops here? And just played it off like they had lost their memory of it, that would have been a good play. The whole system is wrong. A kid that went to my school stabbed his best friend over... A pack of cigarettes and only served an eight-year sentence for murder. So trying to make sense of this is a waste of time. Mason has a good point. Mason seems pretty hot about this. Pretty well, hot. Well, not for nothing. I mean, eight years over a pack of cigarettes seems fair. How many cigarettes were left in the pack? <laughs> only, in quotes. Eight years is a long time over a pack of cigarettes. Dude. Well, and how old was he? You know what I mean? Well, really- he said kids. Yeah, I mean, I just want to throw this out there. He stabbed his best friend over a pack of cigarettes. What the fuck did he do to his enemies? It was a negligent murder. Uh, I actually knew a kid who stabbed somebody in the throat. And I mean, when I knew him, he was free and he had already done it. Um, I know he did go to jail, but then like every time, like even like if voices got raised, he'd be like, stab him in the fucking throat, be a man. I fucking hated that kid. Oh, my God. (laughs) No, found guilty for murder in the first. Mason, you ever been on the wrong side of the law? I can't tell if Phobic Squirrel's on my side or not. He seems to be going both ways. Well, he has most of his life gone both ways. Oh, oh, (laughs) brother burn! Unnecessary shots fired. All right. All right, let's... uh... Here's the thing, guys. We have multiple stories to cover, and this feedback has been the best fucking feedback we've ever gotten. True story. Fuck all of you for disagreeing, but best feedback ever. Erica said, actually, it didn't say he fled. They were all three critically injured, but two of them went for help, and it was not clear who was driving, so they all just kept quiet. Huh. Now, I gotta tell you, so much respect for these three kids. I'm like, Except for one that didn't turn himself in. Yeah. No, 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 no. He took the hit, eventually, don't get me wrong. Um, but the fact that these three fucking kids kept a secret... Maybe this kid should be trained as an adult, because that's the most impressive thing about this entire fucking story. True story. Yeah, I got a failure to appear for a motor vehicle signal ticket and got arrested at 1 a.m. in pajamas and paid $2,000 in bond, was Mason's answer to that question. 
Mason, I'm just picturing this right now. What a fucking thug, dude. bro! In his fucking pajama pants, straight wife beater, gold chain, walking out of his fucking trailer, yeah. having the cops fucking arrest him. Yo, he said they came to my house. You mean they came to your fucking mobile home? So got more cat than Tom. They knocked on my door. Tom, yeah, and then the shit fell off the hinges. Oh uh, man, that's crazy. All right, anyway, uh, so we got this story. This isn't really a story, Pat. You want to read this? It's kind of long. I've seen this the other day, too, so I didn't have to read it. I do. I'll read it. All right. First, it was $600. Now I'm hearing $2,000. And unemployment figures that are way up there. Here's some... I don't know why it says this. I'm going to fix this. Here's some brass tacks for you. If $600 or $2,000 is truly going to change your life, give me a call. I will hire you on the spot, guaranteed. I... I sprayed mud out of a skid steer today for five hours, and I would have happily paid someone else to do it. I can stack you up with 40-plus hours a week of tasks I would love to get off my back, week after week after week. Here's the trick. We have to shower when we get home. They're not when we're getting ready to love. Oh, wait. Here's the trick. We have to shower when we get home, not when we're getting ready to leave. And that's just not sexy, I suppose. My plumber has had a help-wanted sign flashing for every one of those 15 years I've known him. My deck and fence guy would hire five to six guys tomorrow. My electrician would hire 20 guys if he could find them. My roofer, my framer, concrete, hardwood floor, tile. Actually, hang on. I can simplify. Every single professional I work with in the construction industry would hire you, train you, pay you well, and honestly, love on you a good bit and invite you into their families. I see it happen every day. The problem is, it's hard. We're not nice, and we will absolutely 110% make fun of you when you screw up. It's how all of us knuckle-draggers work. It's been that way for generations, and it won't stop with your candy ass either. Guess what? I'm about to blow your mind. You ready? None of them got a stimulus check. Hang on. Wait for it. They all make too much money. So quit the shit. You're not going to lose everything without this bill. It just gives you a few more weeks of that tit in your mouth. If the United States saw what the United States was doing in the United States, the United States would invade the United States to liberate the United States from the tyranny of the United States. My first thought. No cap on a stack, bro. My first thought. I can't believe this dude is a fucking blue collar roughneck. This is so poignant and so well written. I'm like, this dude ain't bad. I'm like, dude, this is well written. Second, um, I can't, if you don't have a legitimate reason to not work in the labor field, go fucking work in the labor field. Yeah. The people who aren't working, I mean, a lot of those people are the same people who are crying that they can't get a job because there are, you know, foreigners taking their jobs. Well, foreigners are working. They're coming here, and they're taking the available jobs. You know why that job was available? Because you're not fucking doing it. Yeah. Um, I would love, if if I got a zero for my stimulus check because I made too much money, guess how many tears I would shed? Zero. One for every dollar of my stimulus check. <laughs> for real, bro. <laughs> like, um, uh, Hold on. Can we go back? Mason was wearing... Uh, Stewie Griffin pajama pants when he got arrested with his ray gun. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, 
just goes to show you that he's right in some ways. You know what I mean? I'm tired of the crying and all that shit. I mean, trust me, I'm not upset that they're sending me free money. You know what I mean? I'm not upset about it. But do I think I, like, I don't fucking need it. I didn't miss the paycheck. Mason wrote, us hard workers don't usually do them words no good. <laughs> um, but, you know, like, do, like I'm not going to complain that they're sending me money. At the end of the day, it's my fucking money. Yeah. Here's the thing. A win is a win. I don't care if I win by two points or 20 points. I fucking beat you. Yeah. If you give me 600 or 2,000, you fucking paid me. I'm fine. Well, don't worry, because you have to claim that on your taxes as income, even okay. though it was your tax money that you got back. Okay. It's pretty fucked up. They're taxing on your tax. Well, welcome to America. Yeah, it's crazy. But no, I'm, I'm 100% with this guy. I actually, my son doesn't believe me um, when I told him this, that he will 100%, I don't give a fuck if he wants to or not, will be going to a trade school for uh, high school. Um, unless your son passionately and starting like now, like starting from his younger years, wants to be an attorney or a doctor, which we just talked about at dinner tonight. He definitely does want to be a doctor. But if he wants to be an attorney or a doctor or something that requires an, a, a traditional degree, he should have a trade license. I'm not going to lie to you. Even if he wants those things, he can do that after high school. Because when he gets into college and realizes how much work is in there and gives up halfway through, at least he'll have something to fall back on. I'm just saying. You just got done saying that you would want him to go to jail for murder, but you are now saying you expect him to give up on college. No, I just know. I almost did it. And I already have a trade. I was just going to get further into my trade. Right? Yeah. I don't disagree. I don't, I don't know that every kid... I think we need to revitalize our education system and maybe introduce trade into all schooling. And the fact that there's kids finance. out there that don't know how to fucking change a tire yeah. is disgusting. Yeah. The people that don't know how to fucking fix a door frame is this. My brother is not a handy person, right? Yeah, he's not a handy at him. Today. No, but he'll, he'll admit it. He's not, he's not a handy man by any means. I can tell you this though, because he went to a trade school, he understands the motherfucker changed his own water heater. He's laid his own hardwood floors in his house. He's done all kinds of things that require manual labor because he learned it not in great detail from school, but he learned how to use his hands even in a field of electronics. Yeah, I don't disagree. Everybody should get at least, and I mean, scrape the fucking bottom of the barrel and give these kids a minimal education in electricity, carpentry. Yeah, give them, learn if, how to change a fucking plug socket in your house. Yeah, stupid things. What what do yeah, I do? Before you came to help me with this basement, did you know how to change a fucking outlet? Yeah, uh, an ex-girlfriend's dad showed me how to change an outlet. Oh. Now, did I retain that information? I'm not sure. Could I do it? Yes. Could you do it now, since you did it with me? Yeah, but no more confidently. Like, I still... You changed this light all by yourself? The only issue there is, is like, you know, I wouldn't do it with the power on. I know some motherfuckers would. Fuck that. Basically, wants to know how much a hammer costs. A hammer? Well, that depends. It should cost 99 cents. You should be able to get the hammer at the dollar store. They're there. They're lightweight. Beautiful. And, okay, so it only lasts 20 or 30 whacks. How many times do you need a hammer? Right? So you go get another hammer when it's time. It's at $27. $27? 
That's right. You better buy a fleet of hammers, motherfucker. You better have different shapes, sizes, and colors. Wait, that $27 hammer will last him a lifetime. $27 for a hammer? Pat, I have a hammer in my toolbox that was $100. I wouldn't pay $27 for a hammer and tickets to an MC Hammer concert. <laughs> Fuck. I wouldn't pay $27 to get hammered. Uh, Mason said he owns a $20 screwdriver. That's just one? That better be an igloo cooler filled with vodka and orange juice. That's pretty cheap for a screwdriver. Cheap for a screwdriver. You can get a three-pack screwdriver at the dollar store. Yeah. And when I go to your house to build a PC, it strips out every fucking screw because they're all broken. User error. Yeah. Next story, please. All right. You're going to have to read this one. I'm not going to read the whole thing. This is what happened. Before I read the story, I want to give a definition. The definition of the word amen at the end of a prayer. We've all heard it. Sometimes we say it just in a, in regular conversation. You know, what the fuck is happening? These guys are talking about brands of screwdrivers and shit. I don't even know what a P-back or... Pet it's obviously is. an acronym. Yeah. Um, so... Pat eats baking tight ass cake. Nice. Uh, amen. You could use it at the end of a prayer. Amen. Right. Amen is Latin. It's an actual, it's a translation. It means, so be it. So when somebody makes a really good point, right? In like a, a passionate speech. You're like, amen, brother. You're saying, like, yeah, so be it, man. I agree. So let's, I digress. This is the story. This minister uh, offers a gender lesson during an opening prayer for the 117th Congress. Republican uh, from, oh no, that's, uh, fuck, what does that stand for? Uh, uh, a god guy. Yeah, oh my god. He's not a priest, he's not a pastor. Uh, Rabbi? No. Anyways, uh, he's a Democrat from Missouri. One of the people that's, God calls upon to correct, teach. Correct. He is Emmanuel Cleaver. He's an ordained United Methodist minister. He opened the first session of the 117th Congress on Sunday by praying in the name of a Hindu god and twisting the word amen into a commentary gender. So I'm going to skip the majority of the story. What he had to say is inconsequential. That's not what we're here for. We're not here to pick on the man. The man believes in something. He said his piece. When he was done saying his piece, I'm just laughing about what you're about to say. He said, he, he closed by appealing to many deities of many different faiths. I think that's all inclusive. I kind of like it. This is a man of the cloth. He's ordained. And he still took the time to involve everybody. Well, and, what, and basically, what it said in the whole article is he explains that no matter what God you pray to, it's all the same God. It's pretty much what he said. He's saying we're fighting the same fight. Yeah. Stop letting us get divided. Yep. Now. Praise Jesus. Before we move on, Tom, I've created a scale. You'll see the scale is about different lengths of sleep. Okay? Number one, listen, kitten, take a nap. Number two. Oh, is that what this is? Drink NyQuil and call me in the AM. Okay? Number three, this man needs a KO punch in a dreamland. Number four, a coma is what the doctor ordered. And number five, 
There's a dirt nap needed. Now, this man ends his prayer by trying to continue to be all-inclusive, and he says, amen and a woman. <laughs> now, Tom, <laughs> my question is this. My question is this. How woke is too woke? Right? This motherfucker. So, listen. A man and a woman. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say, you're too woke. You need a nap. Tom, what kind of nap does he need? Uh, Number three. All right. You're too woke. You need a nap. Tom has chosen number three. Somebody needs to KO punch this man into dreamland. This is a woke motherfucker. <laughs> he is changing the meaning of words to fit his agenda. It's a dirt nap. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is absolutely fucking fascinating. This dude was just on a roll, right? He's in his pajamas, like Mason at the trailer park. He's in his pajamas. He's he's got one of those stupid hats with the you know the pointy top, right? And it's folded down like like a Scrooge. And he's 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 got his quill, fucking feather tip pen. <laughs> He's like, we all pray to the same God, technically. I've included everybody. All right. Nobody being left out. Uh, I really got to cross the T's and dot the I's. Amen. Nay, women. <laughs> this motherfucker. Uh, but amen is a translation. Amen is a Hebrew word. It means it is true. That is correct. Mason, if now, you were here for the beginning of this segment, you would have, or story, you would have heard that when Pat said it. The only thing I can think of is that this man. What does actually, a woman mean then in Hebrew? Exactly. That's where I'm going. I think this man secretly hates women because if amen means it is true or so be it, that means a women means it's a lie. He's saying that women are deceitful. <laughs> this woman, this man is tr- pretending like he needs to be KO punched into dreamland number three on the sleep scale. When in all preach, actuality, brother, preach. in all actuality, this motherfucker hates women on the low, low, all caps on a stack. No cap on a stack. No cap on a stack. <laughs> all caps on a stack. <laughs> I don't know how that shit works. <sighs> This motherfucker, this was, this was my favorite article of the week. When I read this shit, I was in tears. Yeah, I mean. Amen. And a women. <laughs> I wish we had a recording of it, because it had to be recorded somewhere. That's true. And he was, I guarantee you, he's passionate as fuck. Amen. And a woman. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, this is the first time we've used the sleep scale for somebody being too woke. Something tells me there will be callbacks to this scale. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. All right. Uh, I thought these were all different things that you wanted to talk about when I saw this in the outline, so I'm pretty happy that it was a one to five scale. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, coming up on your next episode of number nine with Tommy. Pat? We got mail time answers to the question, what's the best Nintendo Entertainment System game ever? And the actual results currently... Winning at two to one, uh, two votes for well, Mar- two, Super it's really Mario two 3. nothing. You get one vote per person. It clearly says that in the email. Ooh, that's true because Those of Ford because cheating, of the rules, bro. and we don't bend the rules. Okay, we're not we're not no. the Connecticut state government. We're not making rules up and changing them. As we're we like go. fucking Erica. We're rule followers. We are. So, Carissa got one pick 
She said Super Mario 3 was her pick. She gave a side note that she also loved Paperboy. Paperboy gets a zero. Maybe that's why Paperboy didn't make the top 100, because it was everybody's second favorite. Tim said all rules are made up. Just saying. He has a fetish. Bobic Squirrel. Philosophic as fuck. Amen, brother. And? A woman. Goddamn right. (laughs) Gosh darn right. (laughs) You're going to hell for saying goddamn that's a true story. All right. Uh, On Sunday, I think we're going to try a much faster version of the Top 100 Super Nintendo Entertainment System So it depends on if our boy Griff joins the show on Sunday. If he joins the show on Sunday, we're going to do N64 Top 100. Oh, okay. We're going to skip around. I'm fine with that. I'm I'm not going to lie. I don't know how we're going to make that shorter because N64 to me, best system ever made. Next as far PS4. as the volume of games, the amount of time spent playing, but that's because of my age range. I can't read what that fucking other word says, but yeah. Mason and so Phobic Squirrel <laughs> said a woman, and Mason said gosh darn philosophical chipmunk instead of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, this is the best chat in the history of chat. Uh, we're going to do some if you would you. Yep. Uh, I guess we're going to try some movie... Re- Dude, we haven't done movie reviews in a long fucking time. We will be getting an email from a man by the name of Danny Lynn. Danny Lynn, by the way... Okay, so you know this man's real name. The guy that I work with who sounds most like Danny Lynn. Okay. Okay. So, every time... Every time somebody comes in to my work and needs me to sign for something... What do they ask for? My name, right? Every delivery that I've ordered, every person who I've had some bring a piece of product into the store, I give them the same name. That name? Don Lindsay. <laughs> when he's going to lose his fucking mind. <laughs> he knows. He knows I'm doing it. He's going to lose his fucking mind because it's all going to be coming to Don Lindsay. Uh, for the record, for the podcast, that is not this motherfucker's name. It's close. It's close. close. It's just close enough to annoy I just want to throw this out there that Tim just called Mason Chevy because of his last name. <laughs> <laughs> Mason came back with Ford Blue Bowtie. That's excellent. Yeah. I like it. All right. Uh, also, so the movie review, he's going to ask us to watch Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Neither I'm, of us have ever seen it. I am prepared to watch this movie. He knows that I am prepared to watch this movie only if the request is made in email form. Because I am not going to watch a fucking Sean Penn movie for nothing. You only I will Sean do it Penn? for the podcast. Huh? You only Sean Penn? I like uh, some of Sean Penn's work. I don't like all of Sean Penn's work. That makes sense. Yeah. He was great on Friends. Fucking Friends. Yeah, he was too. <laughs> uh, we're going to have a Karen. <laughs> and it's possible that we have a combination, two segments merging. We've, I'm not sure that we've ever pulled this off. But if we have a woke Karen, we might put her on the sleep scale. Oh, my God. Put her ass to sleep. YouTuber right now. It might happen. <laughs> All right. We're uh, going we're gonna to go out on a high note for uh, anybody who wants to hear the feel-good story. All we do is talk shit. All we have is Capitol buildings being fucking broken into, police being killed, black people being killed, all kinds of crazy shit going on. So, here we go. 
This is from January 12th, 2021. If you're looking for an awesome place to find some shit, the Good News Network, goodnewsnetwork.org. I, uh, man, I spent a good amount of time yesterday reading the Good News Network, and I fucking enjoyed the shit out of it because it was nice to hear nice things. It's going Don's head like a Pontiac. I get it. Do you? Get run over by a Pontiac one day? They don't make Pontiacs anymore. Nice. Better call me Thon. Anyway, keep it moving. All right. We're in a feel-good segment. There's no making fun of anybody. That's right. Stop picking on people, bro. Don't make me woke. Don't be a bully. I won't. So, I'm going to... All right. This is the story. If a cancer patient, if a cancer diagnosis is a patient's worst nightmare, what just happened? <laughs> Mason just said it's nice to hear things like you are not the father. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Fucking father gets eye control. Hurry up. I don't disagree, Mason. That is a good thing to hear. You are not the father. According to this according to this pregnancy or according to this DNA <laughs> test, she's a liar. You are not the father. When it comes to young Joey, all right. If a cancer diagnosis is a patient's worst nightmare, not being able to afford life-saving treatment runs a close second. So that's what this story is about. Dr. Omar Atik founded the Arkansas Cancer Clinic in 1991, spends years helping countless people. Uh, they got diagnoses, they, I guess diagnoses. Uh, they got radiation. They got chemotherapy. It was uh, all at the Pine Bluff facility. In February of 2020, the clinic closed due to some staffing shortages. We all know what 2020 uh, brought to us. Um, at the time, he was owed $650,000 in outstanding patient debt. That's what was on his books. Uh, that is a very big sum of money, right? Uh, some of them couldn't pay. Um, lack of health insurance. Uh, lack of funds, any other reason. Um, but the doctor said, I've always considered it a high honor and privilege to be someone's physician, more important than anything else. In 2013, Dr. Atik was named president of the Arkansas Medical Society. Five years later, he became chairman-elect of the board of governors of the American College of Physicians. He credits much of his success to being in the right place at the right time. He says, I believe the opportunities that have come my way are in part because of where I am. After the clinic closed last year, Dr. Atik decided he was going to try to settle some debts. He soon realized that many of the people that he was talking to, they just didn't have a way to pay him. He treated them. They couldn't pay. Um, now, on top of that, you've got the added stress of corona, this pandemic going around. Um, and he sits back and he goes, you know what? I'm so blessed. My wife... Uh, her name looks like Marine. Uh, so he simply decided to stop asking them for the money. On top of that, they sent a letter to all of the people, and it says this. The Arkansas Cancer Clinic was proud to have you as a patient. Although various health insurances pay most of the bills for the majority of patients, even the deductibles and copays can be burdensome. The clinic has decided to forego all balances owed to the clinic by its patients. This motherfucker sat back and gave $650,000. You ever heard Dr. Atik? You ever heard that name? No. Me neither. He's nobody. Yeah. He's not a guy who had to do this. This wasn't 
to look good. This wasn't for politics. This motherfucker said, they need that $650,000 more than me. He didn't go, well, they owe me the money. He didn't go, well, they could have, they could have given me 20 bucks a month. He didn't split hairs. He didn't break balls. He went, you know what? Fuck it. They need it more than me. This is a good motherfucker. Yeah. I was happy when I read this story, man. 650 grand, nothing to bat an eye at. Yeah. All right. So I think we're on the show. I want to remind everybody, go to Facebook. Uh, YouTube, Instagram, the number nine pod, or number nine with Tommy podcast. Uh, check us out on Twitter at number nine pod. We tweet once in a while. We're Twitter people, unlike Donald Trump now. Um, check out the website, number nine podcast.com. Uh, there you can subscribe to the email list. Monday, there'll be a new email that comes out. Uh, you can also donate to the show all the way at the bottom of any page. Uh, also check us out on Twitch Saturday night, number nine with Tommy podcast. We'll also be live on the YouTube channel. Number nine with Tommy podcast. Do you think that the mainstream, not necessarily media, but like the really active folk on social media will create a term? Because I just created a term in my head when you mentioned that Trump got deleted from the tweeter. Right. And he's not the only one. Lots of people. Well, they shut down this other app and all that. Lots of negative. No, no, no. I'm not going to be negative. I'm saying because that's happened. Lots of people are getting kicked off of social media. I think. That that should be called tweet leaded. They got tweet leaded. Tweet leaded. That should be the term. It puts a real fun sounding spin on some weird shit. So I want to end the podcast Mason on this. Mason said it's called cancel. Okay. I want to end the podcast on this. And as soon as I'm done saying it, you're going to say good day. Maybe. Not yet. When Mason told Pat or told Carissa, when Carissa told Mason that she was pregnant, she asked if she wanted time a boy time or a girl. Hold on. Before you fuck this up, mm-hmm. Bobic Scrooge just said cancel culture is the best culture. <laughs> Back to my joke. <laughs> Krista told Mason that she was pregnant. She said, Do you want a boy or a girl? She said, I don't care. As long as it's not a fucking ginger. I say good day. <laughs>